You know the only thing that kills the demon is love. That's right. We watched Natural Born Killers this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? 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 Welcome to this week's episode of The Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin. And as always, to my front, right, left, uh, <laughs> the... Front. Yeah, to my front. I'm sitting right in front of you. The sexually abusive father to my damaged uh, child... <laughs> as a teenager. I don't know about that one. <laughs> Okay, how about, not, how I don't want to be Mal- compared to any character in this movie. How about movie? just the Mallory to my Mickey? <laughs> sure, all right, fine. No homo. <laughs> yes. Homo. Bryce Perkins. All homo. All homo. Hey, it's Pride Month. I'm it proud is, of it. Is it Pride Month? Probably not well, when this not comes when this out. Comes yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. So anyway, yeah. Bryce Perkins. Yes, it's me. I'm here. <laughs> we are I'm off here. to a... Wicked fast start. <laughs> Very interesting start. Yes. Which is, uh, you know, not unbecoming of this movie. Right. So, uh, Bryce, we watched A whoa, Natural whoa, Born Killer. We're getting right into it just like that? You're well, gonna no, ask I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, no, 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 this no, no. is a, a, a segment you want to do now. Well, you are the host. So, uh, Bryce, how has your uh, week been? I'm doing great, dude. Um, a week's been fine. And, uh, and you know, I just want, I need to acknowledge on air. Uh, how fucking baller it smells in here now. Thanks, oh, yeah. Thanks to your wife getting those things, dude. It, tw- it smells like 12 swarthy gentlemen. Yeah, I think I think it was teakwood or something. Yeah, you know, what it, you know what it smells like? It smells like every person that's ever played James Bond all in all, <laughs> all in their prime, all standing in this room right now is yeah. what it smells like. It's a very manly it's very, scent. It's yeah. a musk, but yeah. it's a... Well, it's you can a, think... Uh, it's a uh, nice musk. You can think bed... Or no, not bed, bath, 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 uh don't thank them. They, not an ad. Yeah, don't thank anybody that doesn't bath, sponsor bath this fucking works. show. The only one, the, body the only people that we think are even grow, you even know, grow. Kevin's, ba- Stevens Bacon, Stephen <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> and whoever the fuck else. DQ. <laughs> That's what I like <laughs> about buttholes. That's right. Never forget. Hashtag never forget. Um, Hashtag Gene DePine. Gene DePine. Yeah, and then you know, so I got a Solil here and. Uh, <laughs> And uh, we're doing good. We're rocking and rolling. Had some technical difficulties. I thought I had uh, gotten some things necessary to get rid of the white noise. Hey, uh, I, it already sounds better. Didn't quite work out that way, but I did have the stopgap. So that's what we're working with now. And uh, we're rocking, baby. We're rocking and rolling. Saves me one step in the mixing process, which means less work well, for you me. Know, it's it's been almost a year, and we're finally sounding professional. Or has it been hey, a year? Hey, you son of a bitch. Has it been a year at this point? We've been so, first of all, we've been sounding professional this entire time. Yeah. Okay. Especially when we were recording on the microphone. Well, yeah. That might have been the only the time. Earphones. That was, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. No, you're right. It was. I did I did um, do an amazing job of miraculously salvaging that, salvaging that audio in ways that probably no other professional audio uh, um, engineer could have. 
So I do deserve yeah, a pat least, on the back for that. <laughs> at least, thank you. None thank that you, Chase. None thank that would have attempted. They would have been like, "How about you just re-record it?" Yeah, they would have <laughs> told us to shove it up our butts and do it again, and we would have been like, "Okay, Mister, here's and your five hundred dollars." That's why we do it ourselves. That's why DIY, baby. You don't you know need. It. You don't need anybody else. Just, just like these guys in this movie didn't need anybody else. All right. Well, let's get hey, into it. Hey, you like that? So yeah, I do like it. You had never seen this movie before, correct? That's the premise of the show, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Thank you, Bryce. <laughs> so what, uh, what did you know about this movie going in? Uh, I knew that uh, good old Woody Harrelson was in it. You know, National Treasure. Love that motherfucker. No, that's a different movie. <sighs> See, you got me sighing on you now <laughs> already. You've already got this reversed. <laughs> that's what happens when we, we record just started. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but that is true to your point. That is a different movie. National Treasure is a different movie starring Nicolas Cage. I haven't seen that one either. Oh, really? Add yeah. it to the list. I was just talking about that sure. with my wife. Is it worth She's it? like, that can't be a good movie. I was like, it Let is a great movie. It. Is it really? <laughs> I love it. Or that is it movie. just because Nicolas Cage is a wonder? The two are not mutually exclusive. Sure. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I knew he was in it. I knew Juliette Lewis was in it. And, uh, and I knew it was from the 90s. Um, and I knew it was a movie my parents would never let me watch when it came out uh, at all. So, so you know, that's uh, that's about all I knew. Okay. I didn't know who the director was, but we'll get into that. Yes, we will. Because I got some opinions. All right. Well, um, so we're right there. So let's go ahead and start with your notes. What were your first reactions to this movie? Where, where do we want to start here? <sighs> all right. Uh, first thing we're going to start with is um, that the the uh, waitress in the first scene is also a waitress in Seinfeld. Ah, I was hoping you'd pick that uh, up. Yeah, well, and, and uh, this happens to be uh, apparently an accidental theme throughout the movie because there's a bunch of yeah uh, uh, be- behind, the, or what, what would you call those uh, uh, side characters from Seinfeld yeah, in this they're, movie? They're not cameos. But right, but yeah. like small parts that, you know. Yeah. Um. So that was the first thing I noticed, and it Nothing was also fighter than eating in your, your diner. diner. Yeah, and it was also in a diner in that a looked diner. exactly like the Bubble Boy diner. Uh, it looked exactly yeah, like I that mean, diner, except it was it the was Bubble bigger. Boy was blue and four camera. This was right. Camera it was bigger, it was but but it had red. it was like an old fifties yeah, looking. It's you just know, a diner, right? Um, it had the like it just kind of looked very much the same, and she obviously looked the same, and probably yeah. probably I, did. Well, yeah, probably recorded been, these or did these parts back to back. I you mean, know? she probably didn't even change yeah, costume. This was, <laughs> maybe not. I mean, this was ninety four, which would have been season five of Seinfeld, and Bubble Boy, he was dating Susan, so it had to have been after season four or in season four. So yeah, yeah. It would have probably been yeah, right we'll around see, the yeah, exact yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because this was released during season five, but yeah, but, but it probably been, yeah. So it could have been the next during, day. Yeah, filmed. Yeah, yeah. Um. So you know, that's pretty cool. Um. And then uh, <laughs> it was pretty much all downhill from there, brother. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it starts. It starts. Um. And but that's not what I was talking about. About oh. all downhill from there. Uh. <laughs> So one of the first things I noticed was um, Oliver Stone. So I'll go ahead and yeah, I'll go ahead and get into this here because you know what? It's fucking late, and I'm and I'm ready to fucking. I'm in a fucking. 
uh, rambunctious mood. I'm ready to get rowdy. All right, let's get rowdy. I'm about to get rowdy on some Oliver Stone ass. All right, let's do it. Okay? The first thing I'm going to say is, how, uh, how much (laughs) do you, uh, I'm talking to Oliver Stone, like say he's sitting right in front of me. Um, I would want to ask him, uh, excuse me, sir, um, how, how important during your, um, film studies was it, how, how much did you fall in love with the diagonal shot? Yeah, well, there is not one shot in this movie, literally there's not one shot in this movie where the camera is straight. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that. <laughs> that bothered you a lot? Um, so, okay, a little. I, mean, I don't know if maybe I was just, like, not... I watched it late as shit last night. This is a know. rough one to watch late. I was tired. Yeah. Uh, I got work early in the morning because I, you know, pay my bills like a fucking grown-ass man. And, uh, you know, so I decide to take two hours of my time to watch this fucking movie for this podcast. Uh... And uh, so, yeah, I was, uh, I guess my subconscious was ready to, uh, with knives out or something, because there was a lot of shit in this movie that annoyed the fuck out of me. Well, uh, we're going to get into it. Yeah. No, that was actually, I mean, that was the end. It is very stylized. That was the end of it. Yeah. That was the last part of it. I loved everything else. (laughs) No. No, no, no. Uh, Short episode today. Yeah, that's it. No, okay, so okay, so my actual note was, uh, without romanticizing it, it was Oliver Stone loves the diagonal shot, I guess. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he commits to it, yeah. along with cuts and colors. Yes. 18 different film formats were used okay, thank in you. this movie. Okay, all right, thank you. I'm glad you brought this up. film formats. I'm glad you fucking brought this up. Okay, man. All right. Well, let me just go. Let me go. Let me go. Story. Uh, story quest. I mean. I mean. Note. Notes. Note wise. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. This. This one. It will be good to. We'll go to in and follow. out. Yeah, yeah. We'll go in and out on my. Because as we know, I'm an expert in in you know filmmaking, <laughs> uh, in film critique. So I have the right to say all this shit. Anyone who's listening right now that loves this movie, you 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 are just some schmo sitting on your couch eating potato chips. You don't know anything. I know everything about critiquing movies, all right? So I have the right to say all this stuff. I just want to pre-qualify everything I say with that. And Ed, I know you're listening to this, and you've probably fucking watched this movie, and you probably are like, Bryce, you, you're fucking crazy, mate. What the hell, mate? No, fuck you, Ed. This is not a good movie. I love wow. you. Wow. But anyway. I, my wife and I, we watched it. She had never seen it before. Yeah. What'd she think? Uh, and then she loved it. In fact, I, right before you came over, I was talking to her, and I was like, well, what? Uh, you know, what are some things you would want me to like just add in this podcast or something I could say? And she goes, um... This movie is fucking amazing. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, she loved it. And I, you, I really think you should rewatch it another I, time when okay. you're not exhausted because it is a lot. I, I mean, should. I, I should. Imagine, it, I, I would put it on, on par with uh, trying to watch Fear and Loathing when you're really tired. But see, it, I did do that. And Fear and Loathing didn't bother me as much as this. And But well, I'll, this get, is, I'll get into... This is a better movie. I'll get into... Well, let's just go. I'll get into your, specifics. Yeah. I'll get into specifics as we That's get to them. What what exactly got to me on this one? But what do you think about this movie? You love this movie. I love this movie. I okay. think it's great. Uh, do you do you like Oliver Stone? No, in I 
I tend to not and in even okay, so this movie one of the things about this movie and about most Oliver Stone movies uh they're just so heavy-handed. Yes, and this movie everything is, very, is on everything is so on the nose. Yeah, it's super on the nose like with the and, and it's the, like, the color dude, schemes it's we he's get it. Yeah, the color scheme stuff, the the quick cuts, the yes. you know the, the like 18 the angles. different yeah. formats of film. I mean th- this movie had uh it contains almost three thousand cuts. A typical movie, it. a typical movie has six to seven hundred. Right, thousand. Yeah. So yeah, he so didn't cut as much as a typical movie. Then no, he cut the six to seven hundred thousand. What you just said, six hundred seven hundred thousand. No, six hundred <laughs> to seven hundred compared to three thousand. Yeah. The keen-eared listener would know it took, that I it took fifty-five days to shoot this movie and eleven months to edit it. Yeah, man, um, I believe that. I fucking but yeah, believe that. So, uh, his stuff is very heavy-handed, um, it's, and yeah. this is not not a an exception to that at all. In fact, this might no, be his it's, most heavy-handed. It's the, yeah, you know. I mean, I mean, okay. So, so okay. All right, look. I, I do to be fair. In all fairness, I the, probably the one, and I know that the, this is probably why you hate this movie. It's a message. You oh, want a that's a big part of it. Yeah, you, you got want a that movie right, just sir. A movie. Oh yeah, this movie is all about how like desensitizing to violence yes. and being in love with the, right. the story of killing and right. all that stuff. And which, it, is, it does which, not. Which stop. listen, listen, look. Okay, let me. I just got to go on the quest. I got to go on the notes quest because right. uh, let's you get know. on the note quest. But uh, otherwise, we're never gonna get done. Right, right, right. <laughs> but uh, but uh, what was I gonna say? I was just gonna say that in all fairness, I I probably should watch this movie again. To be fair, and yeah. I do realize that. Um, and then also, you know, um, uh, also another aspect is that I I'm not a fan of Oliver Stone. Yeah, and uh, and, and so. We have we when do, I saw directed by Oliver Stone, I was like, "Oh man, that machete came out," and I was like, "I'm yeah. ready to chop this one up." Well, you know, he rewrote the. You know who wrote the script originally? Yes, and so okay, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So I I saw that in the credit in the opening credits, story by Quentin Tarantino, and I'm and I'm vaguely familiar with the story behind that. Like this was originally going to be his first movie or something, right? No, but he wasn't um, famous enough or some shit like that. No, uh, hold on. Let me so, what is the story behind that? Uh, because my okay, so my Tarantino, bet is that this would have been a much better movie if it was directed by. Tarantino. Okay, so Tarantino had written the script and he promised that his he promised to his friend uh, who was uh, Rand Valsler, and uh-huh. he was a friend of his that was a clerk at the movie store with him. Uh, and he promised that he was going to get to direct it, and they couldn't find the funding because you know they were doing everything independent. You know, this was like right around Reservoir Dogs time, you know, or maybe even before that. Yeah. When when they wrote right, it. right. Um, Oliver, so they couldn't get the stuff. They were doing it guerrilla style. You know, no permits, all that kind of stuff. It was all on black and white in Los Angeles, uh, sixteen millimeter film, and shortly before. They were. They actually started their own production of it. Stone found the script and wanted to buy it. And in exchange for taking the directorial debut of the other guy, uh, Rand is credited as a co-producer. So now, from there, Oliver Stone totally rewrote this movie to the point that Tarantino did not want his name on it. 
okay. as uh, as a writer. That's right. why it's just story by. Right. And uh, Tarantino. Okay, so this was Tarantino's second feature length. His first one was True Romance. Okay. That was a, a written. He hadn't directed at that point. Okay. Um, True Romance is on which the list, actually right? Pulp Fiction came out in '94 as well. So it did. Yeah, but Reservoir Dogs was '91. I want to say. So yeah, but yeah, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, but um. Anyway, so he uh, he did not want his name on it. Uh, he hated this movie uh, because it was just not what... It, it had nothing to do with his original screenplay. Uh, one of the things that he likes about this movie is that he ran into Johnny Cash. Okay. Uh, and Johnny Cash said that he was a huge fan of Tarantino and that he and his wife, June, huh. loved this movie. Really? And so Tarantino was like, oh, well, I guess it's not well, that bad. He's like, oh, wait, wait, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I totally wrote that. Uh, it only uh, says story by Tarantino but, uh, allegedly, I don't know allegedly, why they did that, Johnny. Allegedly, Tarantino told Buscemi and Tim Roth, if you take the role of Mickey, You're I will never cast be... you in a movie again. Wow. And so they both passed it down. Wait, wait Tim Roth and who? Uh, Steve Buscemi. Really? Yeah. So, so they were gonna. Yeah. Uh, the they were gonna cast Steve Buscemi as, uh, as Mickey uh, at first. Yeah, they were. So, approached. did he tell that to Woody, and Woody was just like, "I don't care. I don't brother. think he Fuck ever. You, I'm high. I mean, maybe, but maybe yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, this was pretty early on, and I mean, Woody was still on Cheers. You know. Well, well Cheers. Uh, when, uh, no, did Cheers, Cheers go just gone up? Well, ninety-two. So, yes, uh, nine ninety. Yeah, ninety-two. I think or ninety-one even. Oh, yeah, but. Uh, but it was like during one of the first years of Seinfeld but that it went on. Woody there. Harrelson has not. I don't think he's been in a Tarantino flick, has he? Oh, None God. are popping to my head. No. I know he's been in a lot of Coen Brothers stuff. No, not that I know of. But see, the, but see, that's what's interesting though is that this is. Uh, oh, and Tarantino did get permission to publish the script and sell it, like you know, in, in book form, which I have read, and it is very different. Okay. But it, it's the same kind of story. Okay. It's sure. a good read if you get a chance to check it out. Sure, sure. But it's not that's not the movie that we're talking about. So. Right, right. Well, you know, it's But yeah, this is definitely Oscar um, Oscar. This is definitely Oliver Stone's attempt at making a Tarantino film. You so know, th- see, in the style man, of like Reservoir Dogs and and Pulp Fiction. See, dude, that's one He's of my just, biggest fucking problems it, with it is that it's a complete fucking failure of that. It's like see, such but, a wannabe uh, it's a wannabe, nitty-gritty, 90s... He's trying to say a lot, which I think well, he accomplishes, see, but, but it is very it is very stylized. But, but see, and that's the thing. That part, like, normally it would just be like the... He- okay, so that's normally the thing about Oliver Stone movies that annoy the shit out of me is that they are so heavy-handed and on the nose with the message and all that crap. What Oliver but Stone this movies one, have you seen? <clears throat> I've seen W, I've seen... Uh, yeah, that was pretty heavy-handed. Um... Well, you've seen Scarface. He wrote that, right? Which, which is also was also super in this movie. Heavy handed. Wait, what? That was also in this he movie. He did a clip this, of that one uh, several times when they were watching TV. Right. I think in the hotel room before he rapes that. Uh, sure. One woman like that's the the, sure. the chainsaw scene is on the TV. Yeah. Um. And so is a uh, Midnight Express. I want to say that's another Oliver Stone movie. Okay, I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen Platoon. No, which I is haven't one seen that we Platoon definitely need to cover. Yet, I guess, uh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. But uh, we'll like see. Platoon. Okay, but okay, but that's the thing, though, is that like this one, I couldn't even get annoyed by by it trying to be a message because I was spending so much time being like, 
is this is this just like an art school project that a kid got an F on? <laughs> this is what it looks like. See, but I it looks like some stoned ass 16-year-old was like, I'm going to blow everyone's minds. I'm going to use 18 I mean, I, different formats of film and I'm going to use only diagonal shots, dude. And then I, there's going to be agree. like flashes of TVs on the walls <laughs> behind them all the time. And always the color is going to be different than what you think it should be. And then in one scene, dude, I'm going to put the word demon on the fucking main <laughs> character. When I saw that shit, I shit myself. I shit myself right in my bed and laughed my ass off so hard. That, I mean, that shit was the lot. cherry on top, dude. Yeah. There's a that lot. Was the, it was the... It was, I say, he went so far past the yeah. fucking line that the I line was just... works. Non-existent. It, but you're right. It is very much an art piece. He went to Jupiter than, with that than shit. just a, a like, uh, he went, a if there normal was a, narrative. If there was a Jupiter of pretentiousness, well, I meaning mean, he got, so look, fucking far you know, away look at the, from... Look at the... From what is normally pretentious. scenes that were all shot like a four-camera <sighs> sitcom. See, I didn't mind that, but... but yeah, exactly. Why? Why? Because it's well. I think it was. It was. So inter- the, the it was whole point is that you're getting in the mind of these psychopaths. Yeah, I know. You know, and they're they're damaged mind, and you're supposed but is to he, be. But is he just doing it to try way. to be cool? No, I really don't think he was doing it to try to be cool. I, I think he was doing it that. to use the medium of film in a different way. I you know, much like it. much like uh, you know, like. Um, but see, what's that, his name? That's like Vice, and that part doesn't bother me as much as. It randomly Adam switching from eight millimeter to grainy to to modern day to black and white. That shit is just like why? Why are you doing that? There's it's, literally it's getting you no in the, point. in the broken mind of a person. You I know, guess. and like the different you know, also there's like uh, aspects of scope and uh, depth with the different types of film. Sure. So it's it. I mean, there's there's but a reason. It, but doesn't for it. It's it make not you just for fun? But doesn't it make you like sit there and go go like, damn? I wonder how good this movie would be if he would have just picked one. Yeah. No. I mean, that would have been. I mean, I would love to see the Tarantino version of this. Right. But it's a totally different script too. I know. I mean, this like was, I said, this I should redone. I should give it another chance. Yeah. I mean, it, it is good, but it is you have to get over that. You got to realize you are not watching just a straightforward narrative movie right this is a i mean well, and there's a lot of you know oh i'm gonna turn the the medium of film on its head uh-huh. with all this because he's not really doing that but like it do you think that he was like saying that, that in his head though do you think he was saying that in his no head? i think he was I like i'm was. gonna blow uh people's mind and really tell them something see you know? okay well then yeah then that's where he was misguided but, but a lot of people mistook what he was saying because this, like everybody oh, saw this and thought it was glorifying the violence, yeah, 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 which yeah. he's saying that it's not. Right, and know? it's and it's clearly not. Yeah, it's it's especially by the end. If you don't understand that it's like railing against it, yeah, then you then you need to. And there's over there's something like like go back to school and figure out what comprehension. There's is. something like three hundred different edits of this movie before they finally got to one that they would release. And then a few years back, he released the director's cut, which is the one I have. So I wonder if you watched the director's cut or not. And if you did watch no, the director's cut. No, I didn't. Cut, I didn't. But, I, yeah. but that's only because I noticed that the director's cut was only like six minutes longer. Yeah, but I there's a like, lot of different stuff in it. And what? I think it's, yeah, it, it, it changes things around. It's a different edit. It's what? not just you know six minutes longer. Wait, wait, speaking of that, though, why? How is that even possible that there's a director's cut? And how could it be that much more different when when Oliver Stone clearly had his hands on the editing 
of well, because this movie. Well, because the director's cut through. is the one that he wanted, whereas right, the one that he got in was because of uh, the MPAA and the studio. Okay. But it was I think that, but you, it was that think, much different? Though? I think if you watched it with the extra six minutes and the different uh, cut, you'd, you'd have a different feeling. Sure. Because until I watched it this time, because I didn't know I had... Uh, so I got this the Blu-ray that I have... I got it because my dad just randomly bought it when he had a $25 gift card to Best Buy. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, this is a Blu-ray. It's, it's probably going to yeah. look really cool. Yeah, yeah, And he never opened it. And then he gave it to me. Like, he had it for like 10 years. Right. He's like, I don't, we don't have a Blu-ray player anymore. You can have these. Yeah. And it was this. Uh, it was the first season of Painkiller Jane. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> yeah. It was a sci-fi show. Uh-huh. I think it was only one season. Sure. Uh, and it was uh, Death Race. With uh, Danny Trejo and uh, oh. Jason Statham. Oh, and uh, Public Enemies. So he had Wait, gotten wasn't all those. Death Race... That was uh, a remake, too. Wasn't that the Tarantino movie with Kurt Russell? Death Proof is what you're Death thinking Proof. of. Death Proof. Yeah. Right. But anyway, so I hadn't... And I had never opened it. It was just sitting on my shelf. And then when uh, when we decided to do it, I was like, oh, I don't have to rent it. I have it. I popped it open. and I Because I always thought what you thought. I was like, man, this movie is almost good, but it's right, too much. But right. watching the uh, the director's cut this time, and maybe it's just because my mind is in a different place of, of sure. critiquing and stuff, but sure. I really, really enjoyed it, and it it made a difference. Well, that's cool. Uh, I mean, and I get that, and like, and like, I'll say it again. I should watch it again for sure. My first watch, I was not impressed. But this isn't. But this isn't the movie Gap Gap. Right, exactly. This is this the is first, your first one. reaction, yeah. right? So, so I, I love. This. I'm just coming I think at this it. This is a great conversation. I'm just coming at it from yeah, it, and it is. Yeah. It is. So let's let's keep going down the but list I'll, and well, get well, into what and you, I was. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to that later. I mean, the, um, you, you have notes. Let's get to those notes, and then yeah, you, yeah, can, yeah. you can branch off of them. Yeah. So, uh, so one of my other first notes was Woody Harrelson looks dope as shit. Yeah, he does. Dude, especially in that first scene, man, when he's or in, in his like iconic look with the slick back and the ponytail yeah. and those red glasses, that shit looks tight. Well, and dude. I know that you hate the stylized stuff, but I love the weird anime cuts of his character too. No, I hate it. I that. think it looks cool as shit. It it does look cool. Look, look, the animation looked awesome, but I was struggling to find the point of yeah. How I mean, no, I get that. I, I also don't get it, but like, I'm just going off of the fact like. He looked badass. Yeah, he did. And like that animation is like yeah, overblown. It, right, right, right. But like you're and still it, like it, that's kind of how I feel awesome. he looks. Right. Yeah. No. You know? For sure. For sure. Yeah. His look alone made him seem with that. What, what do you call, what's the shoulder holster? Yeah. Is that what those are called. Yeah. And the you I know, know and the wife beater and stuff yeah. and and uh, yeah his look made him seem you know ten times monst- more monstrous yeah. than he actually looked. You know what I mean? Like yeah, because I don't think he's a big guy. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it made him. It made him like just seem like. Well, and then uh, Juliette Lewis looked. She looked uh, great amazing. too. And she, she, and she is too. one. She is one of those actresses that I always forget about. But right, she's right. so fucking good, man. She, she's great in this movie. Yeah, and Oliver okay, Stone, well, actually, Oliver Stone wanted her to beef up to get like a little bigger so it would look like she could kick ass. Sure. And she was like, well, she no, she didn't need it. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. And so the the, the only the. The medium road that they did was she took kickboxing boxing lessons. Right. But when she beats the fuck out of that guy in the first dude, scene, yeah, it's like I way like, convincing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. I I don't think it it almost would have ruined it if she looked bigger. But see, that was the thing. She was able to play the personality, yeah. right? And uh, she's she so did, good. She's fucking great. And that was the other thing. Uh, Woody Harrelson was great too, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were both fantastic. Like they, there was nothing about their parts of this movie that bothered me at all. It was all. 
I mean, honestly, the they, I would say there's no part in this movie that was miscast or anything. No, no, not at all. They even had okay, we'll, and we'll keep going. Yeah. Uh, so, so Dangerfield, Rodney Dangerfield. Yep. Which my uh, phone autocorrected to Dongerfield for some reason. How <laughs> oh, is that a correction? Um, well, I think it just did it, and I was like, <laughs> "You kept it." I, well, I moved on because I was, yeah. you know, typing watching, and looking, yeah. and then now yeah, looking at one, it right now, it says Dongerfield in my phone. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of cool. But uh, Rodney Dangerfield did when they were filming this. Did, he did not get it. He was like, "Why? Why? Uh, why are we uh, having this like rapist dad and like the sitcom thing? I don't get yeah. it at all." But uh, the critics loved it. Like, it made sense, and the critics praised his performance. He was great. And this is the only Rodney Dangerfield performance that is a drama. Ever. Yeah, it's only his, uh, his way, only dramatic way, way, role. Way, it's his way. only dramatic role. You're forgetting about Back to School. <laughs> yes. About an old man dr- and his struggle. His dramatic role. His struggle to get oh, to yeah, and, uh, break back into society. I'm also forgetting about Rover Dangerfield. Oof. Yeah, animated I, film. I I only knew about that movie because it was it came up as a suggestion after, after I was done watching it. <laughs> and it I was really? like, yeah, and I was like, wow, that looks like something that I got to uh, watch. He's a city dog and he gets and I did. I to take up, it to the to the farm. I stayed up and I watched it chase. And he's and, like, "Yeah, what, uh, what's the deal with all these pigs? I can't get no respect yeah. over here." Yeah, I got no way. What I feel the, like my Rodney Dangerfield depression is amazing, by the way. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's not that bad. Um it's no it's no uh, my impersonation of Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield, <laughs> but it's pretty good. You did a pretty good job there, Chase, you know what I mean? But uh but yeah, no, he was like, you know, in Rover Dangerfield, he's like he's like uh <laughs> He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, well, I'm feeding these chickens Reese's Pieces, but I see no respect. <laughs> I'm so mad. I got, I'm so mad. Well, what's going on? I'm feeding these chickens Reese's Pieces, but I, what they got, they got no respect. What's going on? You, you don't like my Reese's <laughs> you're like, Pieces? You're not doing Ronnie Dangerfield. You're doing you're doing a Brooklyn version of Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> hey, don't diss my Rodney, okay? <laughs> my Rodney is perfect. All right. <laughs> you got no respect. Right. We we have to move on. We have to move oh, on. Those damn chickens wouldn't eat those Reese's pieces though. You know? That was the kookiest thing. I just didn't get it. But anyway, uh so no, he's great, but I love I love the fact I just love the idea of him being like, well, the dad's a rapist and there's four camera comedy. I don't, get it. I don't get it. Would you say that he had no respect for the script writer? Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't so think we've done the respect no respect 50 yeah. times. Did, have we done the no respect enough to where it's in the ground yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Dead. Okay. That's fine. Well, we're natural born. Much like Rodney Dangerfield. In the movie. And I was just going to say, life. we are natural born joke killers. Hey! There we go. We went there. We went there. <laughs> All right. Uh, I like that so you made the sound effect, even though we actually <laughs> know, did a high five. <laughs> well, they they can't hear the the five on the thing. It was kind of a weak high five on your part, anyway. So, anyway, um, but uh, you I feel know. like uh, that was your intention, and you just overdrove it home. You just overblew the production of this podcast, much like all of, uh, I lost it. Oh, I see where you're going. <laughs> I was with trying it, to get nice. There. That was good, though. Uh, I, I was like trying that. to get there. I like I like where you're going with it. I didn't get it at first. Yeah, because I, I did not deliver it well. But after we broke it down, yeah. I think I understand what you're trying to say. It's too late. I bailed on my own joke. 
You did. You fucking bailed on That's your own That's the problem joke. with doing it at night. I know. I just don't get it. All right. No, it's okay. So done. It's even better. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like you you went you went for the triple uh, you know the triple axle uh, axle and you ended up doing a belly flop. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that, that's just that was supposed to be a joke. That's just a metaphor. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Uh, so anyway, but yeah. Uh, so Dangerfield's in it. Uh, and then I was like, dude, that's got to be the Married with Children set because it kind of looked like yeah, it at it first. Yeah, it does. I mean, but then it was like, nah, it's definitely not it. No, it's just uh, you know. I even put I even set. put that's got to be the Married with Children set dot 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 NMV. <laughs> I mean, wait, NVM. <laughs> never mind. That's short for never mind for all the kids that listen to us. Yeah, all the youngins, all the or the old people, all the millennials that listen to us. Oh well, I mean, I I use the abbreviation for them, and then I explained it for the old. People. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Juliet Lewis makes her debut, as we've said. Uh, Woody Harrelson's debut. Uh-huh. Rodney Dangerfield's debut. Yep. We got a lot of debuts, you know. Uh, and uh, you know, as we said, she she was amazing. Um, and then uh, oh, and then <laughs> and then when <laughs> when fucking uh, Robert Downey Jr. comes on. Now oh. this is gonna be hard for us, okay? <laughs> Switching between Rodney Dangerfield and Robert Downey Jr. is gonna be tricky. But he makes his movie gap debut, first of all. Yeah. And then when he does make his debut in the movie, he does it in the role of a narrator. So now we have another uh, method of telling a story. Well, but that is literally another showing us technique. the... I know. Yeah, like, I was just like, oh, now there's a narrator all yeah, of a sudden. Because okay. <laughs> it doesn't but, tell you right off the bat that you're right. watching a show. <laughs> right, right. But what about that Australian accent? Kirk Lazarus. Yeah, he yeah. nails it. Well, he's Kirk Lazarus, well, and motherfucker. The, so the role was not supposed to be Australian, but in preparing for it, he followed around an Australian uh, shock TV guy, like the character he was playing. His name was okay. Steve Dunleavy, okay. and he followed him around in Australia and like watched him stuff so he could get into this character, and he came back with the Australian accent, and everybody's like, yeah, let's go with it. Really? Yeah. Wow, like, I like great. it. We love That's it. That's awesome. That's but awesome. I mean, it's dead on. Well, it is dead on, and he put it. He, and he does like, do it in. Kirk, yeah, he put Kirk it in Lazarus, his pocket, yeah. you know, and busted out again for his. What? Let's be real. He deserved that best supporting actor. You know, should have won. Even over. He uh, he no, he lost to Heath Ledger. R.I.P. My boy. Oh yeah. But you know, I guess not. So they got to <laughs> give it to him. But at the same time, the acting job he did in yeah. Tropic Thunder was, was fucking uh, amazing. Epic. But anyway. um... I mean, just that scene where he does five different characters yeah. in one monologue is just fucking. I much. mean, just for the fact that he literally did not drop it until the commentary. Yeah, <laughs> he does the commentary. If yeah. you haven't watched the commentary of Tropic Thunder, he uh-huh. does the commentary really? in that accent or in, in that, Kirk Lazarus or no? In well, actually, he does it in all of them, but he does it as oh, the character wow. that he plays in it. In the scene, but, you know, in the movie Tropic Thunder, he's playing Kirk Lazarus. Who's not dropping the right. character of whatever the um, whatever his whatever their name was? Yeah. yeah, but whatever there's scenes in the movie where he's uh, like the the monk or whatever. Yeah. he goes into that accent that's for those awesome. scenes, and it goes back to that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. But it's so so he uh, this is a young a young Downey uh-huh. or a younger Downey. I mean, this was in the throes of it too. Right, and uh, and right. Yeah, he, this was right. This was before after Chaplin. Chaplin was I think, Ooh, which I haven't seen. Oh, so good. <clears throat> he won the Oscar for that one, right? He got nominated. I don't think so I don't know. But anyway, uh, so yeah, you know, I mean, everyone knows his, you know, his past and all that, and 
You know, now he's fucking Tony Stark. He rose above it. That's great. Yeah, That's amazing. And uh, all right, I'm not, spoiler alert. I'm not getting into any of that. All right, I, this isn't the fucking celebrity gossip gap. All right, no, I'm just we saying that his character died in Endgame. Oh, I thought you were trying to insinuate that he's doing drugs again, and I was like, no, uh, that he's I don't not think Tony we want to. Saying he's not okay, Tony right, Stark. Right. But, no, you know. he's 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 legit. right. Yeah, and he overcame no, it, and it's a, the, one of the most incredible yeah. uh, comeback stories. Ever. Oh yeah, huge. Uh, and and but you know that you know but he fucking kills it in this. I mean, he's clearly a natural talent. Yeah. Uh, and it and it shows here, and and it's no different. You know, so fucking uh, you know, bravo for that motherfucker. He's an American uh, treasure. Oh, speak another person that we're probably going to get to right around here who is not making their debut because of the uncredited role in Point Break. Oh, yep. It's coming up. It's coming up. Okay. It's coming up. Hold on. So let me just roll through this notes okay. journey. And then, uh, you know, he makes his debut, uh, Downey Jr., I mean, and then, and then my next note was 20 minutes in, and this is the Excuse most me. unimpressive thing I've ever watched. So that's where my mindset <laughs> was at that time. Um and then, uh, and then I said, "You can't just throw literally every device into a movie and say that it's art." <laughs> I mean, you can. Um, that's what art is. That's what he did. Okay, so, so onto the guy you were talking about. Actually, it's not. I'm gonna throw you a little curveball because there's someone in there that I noticed that you probably thought I didn't, that I wouldn't. And I'm here to tell you you're wrong, and I'm here to tell the whole world that they're wrong, and you should have never just doubted tell me. Tell us. This is for my, all my haters. But there's a super young appearance by one Steve. Tucci. Swish. Oh, okay. You know who that is, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, that guy wasn't Steve no. Tucci. I was like, I don't think you're right, but we'll let you have it. Uh, oh, I do man. know that Jared that Harris was in it. That was, yeah, the ball guy, right? That was a di- the guy that was in the, the other show, and he's the piece of shit lawyer or something. No, uh, you're thinking of... Oh, wow. All right, well, this is going way down. Vince, All right, uh, we got to cut this. Let's edit this. Well, Jared Harris was on Mad Men. No, nope, we're going to do a cut. We're going to we're gonna <laughs> cut here, and then... All right, ready? And we're cut. Hey, Chase, what, what was the name of that guy? I don't know which one you're talking about. The ball guy that was the producer guy that, that Kirk Lazarus was... Uh, he was like, "No, you need to make this cut this." And oh, like, didn't um, that. I don't remember who that was. Oh well, then we can go ahead and abandon this bit. Yeah, we could. We could We've go been ahead here this whole it. time, <laughs> folks. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I wrote that down, and I was very proud of myself. And uh, guess what? Wrong. <laughs> wow, that was awkward. Oh. Uh, so anyway, uh, there's a montage. Oh, and then oh, and then I go. Now there's a montage. It's been 25 minutes, and every Stephen single Stephen Wright was in it. Maybe it was Stephen. No, Wright it wasn't Stephen Wright. That was much later. Um, okay, so so then my next note was now there's a montage. It's been 25 minutes, and every single device has been used already. Fucking ridiculous. Okay, so that's where I'm at. Okay, and then uh, right after that, we have the TV screen in the window. Come on, what is this? Our school project time. You get an F. Yeah, you hate right. everything so, about this movie. So I'm like, uh, and then my next note was so fucking gimmicky. Uh, oh, and then and then there was a nice little bright spot where uh, the music, uh, when whenever uh, you know they start banging and they're banging in front of the hostage and he's looking at the hostage and she's like, "Fuck you! Why don't you just fuck her?" And uh, she starts driving away. And they start playing some uh, you know Eastern music, and mm-hmm. it was by one uh, Nusrat Fateh Ali Khan. 
who um you're not gonna know who the fuck that is but he's a big he's a he's like known as like the greatest ever fucking singer in mm. the eastern uh eastern music history or whatever uh and he is an amazing talent uh but it was also a big inspiration to one jeff buckley who is one of my favorite musicians the only reason i know who that is oh uh so that was cool and i was like oh well they got some good music in there oliver stone probably didn't choose it it was probably some well, other guy so yeah fuck the, you, the oliver whole soundtrack stone. and score was trent reznor what he put together the soundtrack oh well there you go yeah. oh yeah um and then my next note was just like every fucking oliver stone movie so fucking on the nose zero room for interpretation boring and predictable <laughs> <laughs> God, you so hated this movie. I, I fucking slash him up in my nose, bro. I'm telling you. This is the new Nightmare Before Christmas. My next note was, this is the most wannabe 90s edgy movie ever. Okay. God. <laughs> then, Terrible my next note My next note was, Sizemore. Hey, there we is. go. And then I actually wrote, was he credited for this one? Yes, he, and he was. was. Yeah. I saw by the end of it, he was. Uh, and so he does great. He was also a man with a troubled past. Sadly, he dies. <laughs> Did he die in real life? Uh, no. Oh. Oh, I thought you meant. Okay, oh, no, I, was, I thought you meant his character was a trouble ass. No, yeah, he's got a trouble. Yeah. Ass. Okay. So I'm yeah, he's, into that. he's uh he's you know we wish him luck. Let's yeah, it that absolutely. Way. And Bullen, it's it's crazy too because he is so fucking talented. He's oh awesome. yeah, he's great. He's amazing in everything that he's done. Yeah. He, you know he has he has unreal range, and it's no different in this one, man. He does great. He plays a really. Uh, conflicted and weird guy. Skagnetti, I love that name. Yes, yeah, Sk- Jack Skagnetti, and yeah. and what a name, and it's a perfect name for that, you know. Um, and then my next note after that was cutting between uh, the old film and the new film while so visionary, <laughs> which we talked <laughs> about already. Yeah. Everything uh, about this movie. And then here we go, man. here we go. Uh, and then for the coup de gras, uh, bro, he flashed the word demon on Mickey <laughs> and then too much TV. What? La- LMAO. This movie is a 12-year-old Zanga. <laughs> this movie is a 12-year-old Zanga. <laughs> I want them to re-release this movie with that review on the poster. <laughs> this movie is a 12-year-old Zanga. Bryce fucking Perkins. It should. It should. And, you know, give people a fair, uh, something, a fair chance of what to expect. You're, uh, you know what? You're not wrong. You're not and then, wrong. And then I put, this movie is the equivalent of putting lyrics up as your away message on AIM. Uh, and it is. You know, like, like you know, like when you'd have your away yeah, message yeah, yeah, up yeah. and it'd say something like, cut my life into pieces. <laughs> like, oh man, I'm 13 and I'm so deep. That's what this movie is, uh, or that's how I felt about it while I was watching it last night. I, again, I will give it another chance. So hold your fucking panties, Ed. I know you're listening. You're like, you gotta be giving it another chance, mate. You gotta be kidding me. Well, you bunching up how, me knickers. How many different <laughs> British dialects are you gonna give Ed? All I know and, like, is why that are you always it, picking it, on Ed? I know, I know, poor Ed. Because I love him, but also sounds nothing like it, as everyone that listens to this podcast knows, because you heard it on the two Back to the Future episodes. Uh, he actually has quite a posh accent, I believe, is a way that you would characterize it. He sounds like he's from London. He sounds like he could. Uh, I'm sure he would he not could own. He sounds like he could own an, an estate in uh, in East of London. <laughs> is what he sounds like. So there you go, my friend. You sound like a gentleman. Um, and this room smells like you right now. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. Oh, and then, and then, and then, okay. And then, and then we had a moment of like the worst justification ever 
worst emotional justification ever. When he kills the Indian guy, all of a sudden, they all of a sudden it's bad to kill somebody. And then I was like, okay. And 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 then wait, wait, yeah. wait. And then she goes, no, that guy gave us life, and you killed him. You don't give a fuck. Well, they're you're insane. a psychopath yeah. serial killer. They're also on acid and Why, like ayahuasca. I guess, and stuff yeah, at that I time. guess, man. But that just like that shit was like watching like a. Uh, Someone who has never done improv before do improv <laughs> is what it felt like to me. You know what I mean? We're yeah, just well, like, I mean, let's be honest. Lane. You were already off the boat of this movie. Yes, if you so were I was, off the boat at that point, you were going to go after it. I was nitpicking. But look, it's not all bad, though. It's not all bad because, look, we're here, we'll keep going here. Um, and then I was, and then I didn't really like how the cop is a killer, too. And it's like, does, it, does anybody have redeemable qualities? But then I understand that's the message you're trying to convey. Um,. I think Tommy Lee Jones makes his debut. Yes, uh, he does. On the movie Gap. We haven't done one. No, he was on. Nope, sorry. He was on The Fugitive. Oh, yeah, duh. Wow, yeah. He was a big the, time, duh. He yeah. won an Academy Award yeah, yeah. for it. And he was awesome in The Fugitive. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, we've been he doing makes this for his so return. long. Right. Then then Stephen Wright. Uh, yeah, I made that right. note. Stephen Wright's in there for a, for a hot minute. And then... <laughs> crazy Joe DiVolo. DiVola? Yeah. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah. He's one of the cops. Yeah. Uh, so one of the, or what, not cops, the prison guards. Oh, yeah, prison guards. Yeah. yeah. So he makes a, a uh, an entrance. Uh, so now there's two Seinfeld bit part people. What's going on here? I don't know. Well, I mean, they were all working actors in the 90s. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, literally speaking, that is exactly what <laughs> yeah. was going on. Yes, you're right. Um, uh and then there was a part oh yeah okay so then it gets to the uh, interview in the prison and yeah. he, and then Woody Harrelson has shaved his head still looks badass as fuck even more badass almost. even more badass yeah and uh, and then and then in this part I don't mind the blue lighting give us that mood set that mood Oliver uh, now you had a you're at a you had a big you had a climactic point in the movie now give us the mood but it's kind of ruined because you've been doing it the entire fucking movie and shoving it down my throat <laughs> But regardless, still a very good scene, very powerful scene. I liked this part, even though it was very messagey, even though it was very on the nose. Woody Harrelson delivers it like a fucking badass. Uh, you got Robert Downey Jr. also doing his part like a badass. You got great play between the two. Yeah. Um, it's a great part. I'm finally into it. I'm like, okay, I can get into this. Uh, you know. So let me ask you a question, Bryce. Yeah. What turns you off more in a movie? When it gets really preachy or when they dig? Like in sand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, we're learning things about Bryce. Yeah, probably. I and mean, do either of those things make you matter than fan theories? <laughs> no. No. No, it, fan theories make you me like the most say, mad. Oh, you hate allegories. That's Yeah, allegor which is like what this, this whole entire whole movie, movie yeah. is. Yeah. Um, no, fan theories make me the most mad of anything on the planet. Yeah. Like, pretty much on the planet. Um, unless you want to start talking about politics. You no, want to go don't. to... Okay, uh, but, so, Oliver Stone, you know, I don't know if you know this, but he has maintained that this film is a satire on how serial killers are adored by the adored by the media. Adored. Adored by <laughs> no, the media. You just sounded like nineteen thirties <laughs> fucking gangster or whatever. Adored by the media. Yeah, adored by the media. Uh, for the for the horrific actions, eh? Eh? 
anyway. uh, and those that claim <laughs> and those who claim the violence in the movie itself is a cause of societal violence have missed the por- point entirely in fact they were sued by um, Tipper Gore no uh, by uh, Patsy Byers with the support of author and producer John Grisham because an 18 year old Sarah Edmondson and her boyfriend Benjamin Doris, also 18, allegedly dropped acid, watched this movie, and then uh, the girl shot and paralyzed the uh, guy and a store clerk. And right, the, but it's the movie's And then they fault. killed people. Yeah, like they, they went on a basically a small little rampage because they dropped acid and watched this movie, and it makes the, the movie's fault. Right. Which is like, no. The it's most, probably just bad parenting. Yeah, yeah, like look in the mirror... Come on, people. But anyway, um, all right. So and then and then there's another uh, Seinfeld bit part guy, isn't it? The, the LA. I mean, there's a bunch. The, the LA Strangler, the, the the actual LA Strangler. No, Clint Howard. No. Oh, that was Clint Howard. So who am I? Th- then I'm not even going to take the time to yeah. remember who that guy was. Uh, and then he says the name of the movie during the interview. That was very nice. All right. So so uh, my final note was. As I was saying, I liked the interview. I liked that part. It was fucking. It was great. It was fine. Um, you know, I liked the getting out of the jail in the middle of the riot. It was awesome. It was cool. Yeah. Um, Did that you was, like that when was uh, Tommy Lee Jones was literally ripped apart? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That, I mean, that was that was yeah, all fucking my great. Like, cool. was, my wife's like, they're gonna tear him apart, and she then she goes, oh shit, that's they're, his head. <laughs> she's like, I thought I'd see an arm oh, wait, or something. See, I don't. I didn't see the head. That, okay, that must yeah, have been a director's so cut. Been the director's cut. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw them grab him. <laughs> yeah, no, they rip him apart, and like his head is just in somebody's hand. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. See, no, I'm gonna sue them because now, now you're gonna my son is gonna go acid. rip someone's <laughs> fucking head off. Uh, but anyway, so okay, so he does a good job. Um, he does a good job of conveying the the main point that he's trying to get across. Although I mean, it's, it's al- hammered, in, although he's know. doing it through the entire movie, yeah. With by the time you get to the interview, it you know, you have your moment of like, of kind of portraying it and everything, and that's, it was great, and then and then he blew it by, uh, uh, by showing all the news clips, um, there was a point. Oh either. yeah, where you see the Mendez brothers and yeah. you see OJ. OJ, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was Manson. either it was either right after they killed I think it was right after they killed Robert Downey Jr., yeah, right? Right at the very end. Yeah, and then it's like Well, and there's dude, an alternate ending that I did it. watch for the first time. He went right on the on nose. Blu-ray. Again. Uh the there's a guy that's in the Oh, I'm gonna sneeze. Go for it. <laughs> um sorry. Uh there's a guy who's in the that diner and he, he's reading a newspaper that says 666 it might not be in the director's cut or in the regular cut and he's like mm. there and then he disappears no I don't and then he's that. also the like it, he kind of appears here and there a couple of times and he's the one who leads them through the the secret room or whatever to get out yeah yeah, the yeah, end. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he just disappears we don't see him uh-huh. again yeah, yeah he's with them when they kill downey they get in a van and they drive off, and he's like, so where are we going? Because he says something like, oh, I want you to take me with you, or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, well, we don't know. We're going to kick you out here. And then he ends up killing them, and they crash, and they all die. Oh. That's the original ending. Oh. Oh, well, that's a better ending. I don't know. I like this one where they just kind of walk off. Yeah, and then they have the kids. And, and they're, the... yeah, well, I mean, we don't know if that's real or not. You know, sure, you can't really tell. But, 
But um, why show it then? Yeah, well, I mean, they show it in the, they show that exact thing in the uh, alternate ending, but it's them thinking about it because they end sure. up dying. Okay. But you know, the whole thing is that they're done killing after they kill that Indian. The only reason they keep killing is to get out. Is to get out. Right. Yeah. But you know, I mean, they're psychopaths. There's not the whole thing is all about how they're like. It's not about them getting justice or yeah. justice being done or them killing right. or not killing right. or you know right. figuring anything out chaos. they're broken yeah. and it's all how you know the media loves the violence right. and it, you know even with the cuts to the commercials and stuff in, right. in, in between it right. it's supposed to be like you know that jarring take of like you're watching a show and then it cuts to Coca-Cola and right. like all this stuff but with me that just makes me more angry because like I just was like oh where's the skip dude I don't want to fucking watch commercials oh uh, dude actually that uh, I thought that was actually pretty funny yeah uh, I did like that part yeah I mean, even though that was like it was it was really I think uh, if ham-fisted. you watch it again it was really ham-fisted but I did a but it was funny. Yeah. Like that was a good one. Like, yeah. all right, cut to commercial, and then it's Coca Cola, and then also I remember that commercial. So, yeah. you know, for all the for all Coca-Cola the Coca Cola gave them permission to use it. They saw the movie they and they were mad. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's they were funny. Not well, happy with that. There you go. I bet somebody lost I'm, a job. I'm all right with that. Then that's fine with me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean that's about that's my nose journey. That's all I got to say. I've I've made my. Oh, uh, I think that that about does it. I don't really have yeah. anything else to to add okay uh, either um i think we we pretty much covered it I, I i love this movie i think that if you know you calm down give it a while sure and revisit it which i'm sure you won't but maybe watch the director's cut i might i might do yeah. some acid and watch it and then yeah there you go you know chop someone's head off or something but no, i think def- okay <laughs> yeah i think that you uh you might have a different thought uh i will say that the whole writing on their chest or projections on their chest and shit yeah that never makes me feel good <laughs> like that is just always like all right at least you agree I'm, with me like, on that one i'm like i'm trying to help you out here i'm trying to defend you ollie, right right but, uh, i call him ollie yeah gotcha. uh, i'm trying to help you out but uh come on man like give, right. give me a break <laughs> right yeah no yeah exactly so so you know i'm right and uh and everyone just needs to take my uh, word for well, it on this one and never uh, watch it let's go ahead and get your rating <laughs> uh okay out of 10 student art films <laughs> that received an F, I give it one student art <laughs> Wow. <laughs> this is the lowest by far you have ever yeah. rated yeah, anything. You hated this movie. Yeah, I just didn't care for it, man. <laughs> you know, I don't see any point of even going to five on this, you know? Like, eh. All right. Well, there you have it. And it's actually it's actually a treat because um, in, in all in one year... We've seen me watch what has been my favorite movie so far, and also my least favorite movie so far. Yeah, now. so there we go. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. Oh, that uh, that about wraps it up. We will be right back with our reboot. reboot God damn it! Oh boy! Oh jeez! Hey, hey, kids, do, do you like Reese's Pieces? I know we all do, but now you got Reese's Pecs, and you better get them, because I don't ever get no Reese's Pecs. Hey! And we are back. What up? Um, yeah, we need to fire whoever is getting us uh, those commercials they are just these commercials are just getting worse and worse and <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like they don't even care anymore it's like they don't even give a shit it's like they don't even have time to record them yeah <laughs> they just like hit record and go with go it go with it it's weird <laughs> whatever i'm still gonna buy some reese's packs i mean you gotta get them 
<laughs> I'm going to do a Tigger now. <laughs> like, Some Reese Pecks. You know? That's, I think that's what they should have been called, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, Reese Pecks. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, we should, we should call them. We should them be name. naming their product Yeah, that's for what them. it should be. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so uh, let's get to the reboot recast. Yeah. Uh, so what are you feeling? Um. Well, I mean, obviously Mickey and Mallory and then, yeah. you know, Rodney, see, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Right. Uh, and then I guess Rodney Dangerfield for Chasing Giggles, maybe, you know. Yeah. So. All right, I got the Rodney. Uh, God damn it! See, uh, I got. You were right. You. It's, it's a tricky it never son even of occurred a to bitch. me. It never occurred to me until when you got here and you said it, and then I was like, Ah, <laughs> oh, no, we, we'll be fine. Nope. You're nope, welcome. Not, we'll Robert Downey Jr. Boom. Recast. Robert Rodney. Robert Rodney. Recast. Benny Schwa. For Ben for Schwartz. Robert Downey Jr. Yes, for Robert Downey Jr. <sighs> Love it. He could do I'm a not good argue character that. with that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it too. That's actually really good. For Robert Down or for oh my God, for Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> uh fuck it. How about Ed O'Neill? What? You know, he's a comedian actor. He's All played right. a dad what in a are you, sitcom. What are you doing to me here? You're gonna D- you're railroading me. This means you you have another movie in mind. And this no, one I, I was really thinking I haven't that. seen. I was really thinking that. I was waiting on you because you said Ben Schwartz Ed O'Neill so plays on. a dad in a sitcom? What what sitcom? How about two sitcoms that have both gone over ten years? Ed O'Neill? Who Married with Children and Modern Family? Oh, uh, who am I thinking of? I don't know. I'm talking about Ed O'Neill. <laughs> I'm thinking of the other guy with the stars. Ed Helms. <laughs> that's who I was. That's why I was like, God what the it. fuck? I quit. I okay. quit. I quit. <laughs> Oh, what is that? A new uh, Apple product? The iQuit? <laughs> no, but that will be our next sponsor. Yes, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, anyway, God. it's always fun to you know break things down live like that. All right, I'm down with that. I'm down with old uh, with old uh, uh, Ed Ed Bundy. No, Al, Al Bundy. Al Bundy. <laughs> it's just God, it's, it's just one letter <laughs> off. <laughs> Anyway, it's, um, it's yeah, not, I was thinking of Ed Helms. It's not one letter off; it's both letters off. What are you talking about? For Ed, Ed, Bun- Ed, Ed versus Al? No, no, no. E D A L. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Price. Wait, wait. Say <laughs> so, Chase. Right now, tell me, tell me that you ha- say I have a microphone. I have a microphone. <laughs> Just pronounce the hat like say I have and pronounce. Both I and have very clearly. I have. Yeah. A microphone. You can say microphone. A microphone. All right, cool. All right. That's Wh- all. What? <laughs> you spelled, I'm just saying, can you spell spell Ed for me and then spell Al for me again? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? What are you doing? What are you recording? Oh, I'm not recording anything on my phone. I'm, I'm re- <laughs> what are you trying to edit? I was just giving people something that they could splice together, maybe what is uh, on their own. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, I'll talk to you off. off <laughs> I'll talk to you off camera. <laughs> right. um, but I like Ed O'Neill. I was, by the way, I was saying one letter off of Ted Bundy. That's what I meant. Oh, so. <laughs> but you said. But I know. I know. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. You were right. We right. nobody was talking about Ted. Bundy. I know, but you know, Ed, <laughs> but that's Al. why I thought his name but, was Ed Bundy. But it was 
L. Okay. But it's L. Yeah. I knew it was a two-letter name. You were name. going the way wrong. I knew way. it was a two-letter name. Yeah. You know, that's all. Oh my god. Uh, but I like Ed. O- I like Ed O'Neill. I like Al Bundy. We'll go with that. Yeah. Married with children. All right. Um. So we got the the two leads. Mickey and Mallory. I've been I've been carrying all the weight so far. What do you got for uh, Mallory? No, I want to do Mickey. You want to do Mickey first? Maybe I want to do Mallory first. Maybe Who I want to do Mallory first. first. I mean, how about Mallory? How about Mallory first? Okay. And what if? Hmm. You know, you're gonna you're gonna be a stickler on the age, aren't you? No, I mean she's supposed to be young, but as long as she can play young, because I mean Juliette Lewis, I don't know how old she was then, but I think she was supposed to be kind of like sixteen to eighteen. You know, but like she clearly isn't. So, I, you know, because you could do it kind of stylized and stuff, I, I'm willing to bend on that. I got someone, and you're going to. But gonna, not like a 45 year old. You're going to appreciate this. Uh, I'm going to go with one Lucy Hale. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy Hale? Lucy fucking Hale? Yeah, she just pulled up on this IMDb <laughs> list, and I was like, she kind of has the look. Never, still have never heard of her, but (laughs) she could kind of do it. What do you think? (laughs) I always thought it was uh, Judy. I thought she was a singer. I think she is. Well, so apparently she was an actress in the movie. I don't know. We we just know that she was on uh, New Year's Eve one time. She did. And she's been on every time since. That's the only (laughs) time I've ever seen. Yeah. Wow. She's always Uh, hosting the the New Orleans one. Ooh, how about uh, Phoebe Walker Phoebe Waller Bridge? I don't know who that is. I was going to say, and I thought you were going to say it, Emma Stone. She's Fine. a little older, but... We use her too much, though. Well, no, you use her too much, and I always oh. say it. <laughs> That's fair. Ooh, what about Mae Whitman? Uh, oh! Oh! She plays Anne in the rest Yeah, of the I know who that is. Yeah, and she's good. She kind of has a unique look and all that, you know? Yeah, I, I kind of really like that. Let's do that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm down for that. She's, like, obscure, like yeah. how Juliette Lewis she's was. She's very good. She's very good. Okay, let's go with that. Sorry, um, sorry, Lucy Hill, you're fucking out. You've been replaced with egg. That's right. Plant. Who? Her? Her? Uh, and then, uh, and then, um, for Mickey, I'm just gonna go with the obvious here, Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) The end. I'm surprised we haven't used Tom Cruise in our um, well because because the whole point. Well, no, the whole point of this is to get the movie made, and like you don't cast Tom Cruise in anything if you want it to make money. At least in, in America. Ooh, sick bird. Name one movie of his that's like really made money in the States. Ever? In the past, no, in the past okay, like I was gonna say, 25 years. Even 25, you're kind of... I mean, Mission Impossible, maybe. He was, but none of the newer was, ones. You forget that he was in Austin Powers and Goldman. <laughs> but okay, that was a... Okay, whatever. Uh, you said name <laughs> a movie he was in. Yeah, you're okay. right. And actually, we... We already named one. That was one. about 20 years ago, we, we so already that was actually kind of pushing it. Yeah, we actually named one that was in 2008. Mission Impossible? No. We named it in this podcast that he was in. Tom Cruise? Oh, yeah. Tropic Thunder. There. Yeah. There you go. Up, up. There you go. Yeah. So, I'll eat my uh I'm going to go with hat. Tom Cruise, dude. I'm sticking no, with it unless you got some... Cruise. Well, I'm sticking uh, with that unless... Okay, Tom Hardy then. Fine. <laughs> no, I don't want Tom Hardy in everything. He'd be good. Yeah, I mean, he would be good. I mean, Christian Bale could be good. How old is Mickey? Well, it's hard to. Woody Harrelson was, you know, I like. Mean, yeah. Was he supposed to be an old guy? I mean, yeah, he was, like, working mm, at the. Not really. Butcher's though. shop. Like, he wasn't an old guy, but he was older than her by 
like adulting standards. <sighs> right. What about Leonardo DiCaprio? Huh? I'll, I'll throw I, him a bone. I would like to see him do something intense again. Yeah. I mean, he really hasn't done Ooh. anything since The Revenant. Ooh. And he's got that new one. No, I got a, the perfect guy, dude. Michael Fassbender. Think about that, dude. He's got the yeah. kind of he's got kind of the look for and it. And the intensity. Yeah. Yeah. He's and he's got good. like the and you can slick his hair back. He looks yeah. cool as shit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm in. I'm in. All right, so Michael Fassbender and May Whitaker. Yeah, May Whitman. Whitman. All right, cool. That's an odd couple right there, but I, I dig it. And did we do Runner? Yeah, we did yeah. Robert Downey Jr. and Rodney Dangerfield. Yep. All right, well, well that's, that's it. it. Um, thanks for listening. Um, if you like the podcast, uh, follow us on Twitter. Twitter. At the Movie Gap. At the Movie Gap. Uh, Instagram. At Instagram, the Movie Gap. At the Movie Gap. Uh, Facebook is uh, at the movie gap and you know rate and comment talk to us on uh, on our uh, things the the what do you call it the social medias the medias that the, i just uh, that i just talked about instagramios and of course uh tell your friends show your friends or yes do you show someone a podcast or do you yeah sure auto yeah. How, what do you say do you uh, listen listen to your friends yeah listen to your friends Get, get get a big group together and everybody just sit around yeah, and listen to Yeah, we are making podcasts. a podcast. Listen your friends to our listen podcast. Listen your friends to our podcast. Make sure you listen your friends to our podcast. Okay? <laughs> Rock and Roll USA. <laughs> listen your friends. Listen your friends. Listen <laughs> your friends. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs>